provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over, over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs> a panic-stricken man explained to his doctor, you have to help me, I'm shrinking. The doctor said I will. You have to be a little patient. <laughs> Two emotionally disturbed dirtbags and a popsicle will be right back. And we're back. Yes. Alright. Topher had some sleep questions that we were on earlier, but probably a different podcast, but anyhow, here it is. Some interesting facts about sleep. Uh, Next up on my list. Human beings are the only mammal that can delay sleep intentionally. Didn't know that. We can choose to not go to sleep. Everything else just has to go to sleep. They just have to surrender to the feelings. You know, oh, wow. Your dog gets tired, it just lies down and goes to sleep. Oh, yeah, that's true. We can intentionally right. stay up and deny ourselves sleep. Kind of uh, wish we didn't have that ability sometimes. I kind of wish we didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, a lot of people wouldn't get in very much trouble if that happened. Yeah. Be like, hmm, go out gallivanting or... <laughs> people will be falling asleep at work. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You get to shave their eyebrows and draw penises <laughs> on their foreheads. Good times, good times. Yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, twice a year when the time changes, uh-huh. the daylight savings time and then back, there is a 24% spike in heart attacks in America. Really? And a 17% spike in suicides. And they still do it. Yeah. They need to just pick one and leave it there. The whole world has been saying this forever, but they yeah. never, the powers that be never do. <coughs> the whole rest of the world doesn't do this stupid shit. No. They're like, not even uh, every state in this country does this crap. It's not wartime. No. And it's not farmers don't need this extra job <coughs> because it's, they're all huge corporations. Yeah. So, yeah, why? So we need to just pick one. And say I, that's what time it is and leave it there. Personally, I wish they'd pick daylight savings time. And the reason is, is you don't have as much of that seasonal affected disorder. Mm-hmm. And you get those late summer nights that are yes. you know, it's light until 9 o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my two cents. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't I don't care which one they pick. Just pick one and quit changing. Okay. You just don't. Yeah. yeah I, I get that too. It's just yeah. like, yeah. Next. I like a lot of people. Huh? That way. Yeah. But unfortunately, there are people making money off of this time change somehow. But then again, if there was more... They won't change it. Oh, yeah, they are somehow. If there was more night, you might get more male nudie pictures, Robbie. (laughs) 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 You you wait, Rob. You're you're laughing right now, but you get one photo, you're going to be... They're going to start popping up, and I'm every one of them. (laughs) All right. Anyhow, see, all right. Go uh, ahead. Elephants sleep only two hours a night. 
I'm jealous. I wish I, I am could too. get I wish Wouldn't I could be get, fantastic. I'd like to be able to sleep two hours a week <laughs> and be able to stay awake the rest of the time. There's so much stuff I, I know, get. me too. All God. the books I could read, all the movies I could watch. All just, the horrible oh. skits we could be doing yeah. for this show. Yeah. It would limit my work time to like, you know, you still have 40 hours a week, but mm-hmm. it would seem like nothing because you have all this other free time. Yeah, no kidding. You could have a second full time job and not even care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well. We're toast on that one. Yeah. All right. Our 24-hour cycle is called the circadian rhythm, the 24-hour cycle of day and night. Okay. Turns out that the this day cycle for men is six minutes longer than a woman's. I wonder why that is. Not really sure, but that's hmm. the reason why men stay up later than women. On on gen, in the general, women are ready for bed sooner than men are. Men are, are more capable of you getting know, up earlier that, yeah. and staying up later because we have a longer daylight cycle. I'm more geared like that than Val, I, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Kind of uh, kind of reinforces the, the idea that men and women really are different. Oh, yeah. And you know, oh, yeah. a woman is a certain thing, and if you want to you know physically change your appearance and call yourself a woman, your body still isn't female and doesn't have those certain cycles, etc. So... There are differences, whether or not we want to pay attention to. Okay, here's a cool one. Every face you see in a dream is a face you've seen in real life. Really? No one ever makes up a face in their dreams. It's someone you've seen before. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is. Think of the weirdest person or the most beautiful person or the strangest looking person you've ever seen in a dream. You've seen that person in real life. Yeah. Wow. You may not even realize it. Yeah, but and you know we, you know, we've seen dozens and dozens of people walk past us oh, today. Oh, you just branch. They're going to appear in our dreams later. Yeah. See them just kind of and we flicker won't even by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know how it's it's super cute that sea otters hold their hands, hold each other's hands while they sleep. Yeah. They do it. Do it. They don't do it because they like each other. They do it so they don't drift apart. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, more sense, yeah. yeah. So they're not holding on because, gee, I love you. They're holding on because I don't want to drift away and get eaten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, ma- that makes so much sense. So. Yeah. All right. When you wake up in the morning, you forget 50% of your dreams within five minutes. Oh, I completely believe that. And completely. You, you forget 90% more in the next five minutes. Well, I've got, I've got a little interesting... <laughs> I've got an interesting take on that. A good yeah. friend of mine, and he may he may listen to this podcast. He's that type of guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him in a while. I need to hunt him down. And he was on Facebook, but I don't believe he is anymore. But um, anyhow, he's uh, he had a near death experience. Oh wow! Yeah, he just flatlined because of an allergic reaction, and they was taking him to the hospital, and boom, he flatlined for a couple of minutes. They brought him back, mm-hmm. and um, when he was in the hospital bed recovering. He had one of these experts on near-death experiences come in and visit him. They uh-huh. find the stuff out somehow. Yeah. And they said, you know, hey, I'm not going to say his name just in case he doesn't want me to. But, uh, hey, I said so-and-so. Um, um, you know, from this and I've had experiences and this is what I do for a living is I record this stuff. Uh-huh. Would you like to talk? And he goes, yeah, actually I would. Sure. And uh, this person told him that... Every time you have a dream, when you wake it up, write it down immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't care how tired you are, write it down. So, because that's the key to the 
to the um, hints that you get of what you may have experienced because he was one of these people that didn't remember anything. Yeah. He just, all he knows, he woke up and he's like, what happened? Last thing I remember, we were headed to the hospital. I don't remember a thing. And they're like, well, uh... So the yeah. dreams will give clues yes. to what happened during the time Yes, you'll have dreams dead. about it. Oh, wow. But if you don't record this yeah, right when you wake right up, away. most of it will be gone. Yeah. And, and anyhow, he said he started doing that. He said he came up with some of the most weird, profound shit that could have never came from anywhere else. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to go into it for his privacy, but right. um, no wonder he'd come back. Yeah. You know? I mean, Yeah. Uh, it was really, to me, it sounded pretty eerie from the stuff that he experienced mm-hmm. from waking up afterwards. But she said the key to it is to write that stuff down as soon as you wake up. Yeah. And I know people do that that haven't had a near-death experience. Yeah. I, I've heard some psychologists say that it's not a good idea to write down your dreams because you're not supposed to remember them. You know, there's a, there's a process going on intentionally in your brain to make you forget them. Uh, he compared well, maybe, it to uh, maybe something like this is different. Than, yeah, good, you like, know, yeah. you're trying to recall a specific event. Yeah, well, like anyhow, said, that's what the general. lady told him, and that's what he did. Yeah, and I assume he still has this information at home and does whatever with it, remembers it, or you know, whatever. Well, this the psychologist compared dreaming to taking out the trash. He said that when you're sleeping, your dream is a way to you know defrag, reorganize, get rid of the clutter. Uh, get the brain streamlined again so you can think coherently mm-hmm. and by dreaming of the stuff you're getting rid of it yeah. so he said if you write your dreams down that's like running out to the curb on trash day and dragging all the trash back into your house <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that does, <laughs> yeah. that does. so I, I tend to think as you know I, I don't write mine down, and I don't make a huge effort to remember, but I do remember recurring things in my dreams. Like, there's yes. this big, big uh, multi-level building that keeps showing in my dream over and over and over. You and ever I'm look that up to see it. what it said? It's, sometimes it's, it looks like the like Penn Valley Community College that I went to. Uh, sometimes it's office buildings, sometimes it's like a high school, sometimes it's like a big shopping mall inside, mm-hmm. but it's always the same building because I always have the same troubles navigating. You have to go to a certain floor and get on an elevator, go up to a different floor, then get off and go all the way across to a different elevator before you can get down to the bottom floor. Oh, wow. And just all sorts of just weird crap like that, and the underground parking is always like a disaster. And it Sounds like just real keeps life. showing up over and over <laughs> yeah. in my dreams. Real life is coming yeah. at you right there. I keep now, going back to this place. Now, Rob, <laughs> I have the theory about the naked men you see in your dreams. So, but I'll go into it later. <laughs> all right. Yep, and he still comes on here every chance he gets. I'm so sorry, Robbie. I cannot help it. <laughs> Here's one that I can attest to here, this fact. Okay. People who sleep less eat more. I believe that. Oh, yeah. It's common sense. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, man, that fucking pizza we ate earlier was, you know what, there's some left. Or if I'm still, you know, if I'm staying up later and later and later, I'll we'll look for something to eat because eating something helps me stay awake. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. It's, yeah. You know what, that's true. And oh, then, this, uh, this girl that's walking her dog, it's trying to pee on all the flowers there. Look at her, look at her holding it away. <laughs> Don't pee on that off bottle. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, sleep-deprived people feel pain more intensely than well-rested people. 
so we have body aches and pains. You think it'd be the other way around? You think they'd be more awake? No. And they'd feel it more. Huh. No. Apparently, if sleep, uh, when you sleep, your body heals. Oh. So if you're sleep deprived, you're, right, you're, right. you're not healing as much, and you feel the pain more. And that's so also people a, with sleep apnea probably have horrible times of pain. That. I would yeah. think so. So, wow. you know, the extra pain is your brain's way of telling you, sleep more. Okay. You know? And you're going to be in pain until you sleep more. And sleep apnea is like crazy because if you hear about your arousals, or that sounds bad, waking up. Uh-huh. They call them arousals, yeah. but waking up. You hear about waking up and you hear it's like like a moderate case, it's like maybe a couple hundred times a minute. <sighs> How in the hell does that happen? I know. My, it, my brother John had sleep apnea terribly, and he was he was waking up. 36 times a minute. Oh, it's so 36. He was, he was okay. getting roughly a second and a half of sleep at a time. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. And that's basically your body waking up and saying, hey, your heart's stopping. Hey, hey, your heart's stopping again. You're not breathing right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. That's what killed Reggie White. Oh, it was? Sleep apnea. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's too bad. Reggie White was so cool. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, he was a preacher that could just beat the shit out of you. It will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better listen to his sermon. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, thanks to gravity. Yeah. We expand about a half inch every night while we sleep, and then we lose it again in the day when we stand up. Bastard gravity. Yeah. Is that true for penises? Mm. Well, yeah, I guess if it's big enough and gravity. Well, it's simple then. Women need to ride. (laughs) There's your answer. Anyhow, go ahead. Okay. The higher your IQ, the more interesting your dreams. Apparently, that's a pretty good IQ then. Apparently, stupid people have really boring dreams. (laughs) I could believe that. And And also, if you think about it, a little bit more in depth, that's true in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is so true. Yes. creativity matters in dreams, and it also matters in real life. Yeah, wow, true. Okay, in Japan, sleeping on the job is seen as dedication. <clears throat> if you're sleeping on the job, they presume, wow, he's been here so long that he's just worn out and has to sleep. Hey, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, uh, sure. I, yeah, sure. Here, come on, sit down. All right, we just had a guy taking some pictures of us, and yeah, we'd like for him to join. Is it slide mode? Uh, yeah, it's on. Yeah. Wow, I'm from India. Oh, hi, how and, you doing? Uh, I'm visiting with my wife, oh, and right. we found this board, like, it is interesting. Let <laughs> me post it to my friends. So, yeah, no, I haven't seen somebody conducting a podcast in a live coffee shop. Yeah, oh, um, right. yeah that's, what we, that's what we strive to do. To get the regular people just walking by in there, you know? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, do, this is online? Yeah, it's online. We're on all major platforms. So, what do you guys, what is the topic you mean? Like, well, right now, topic? Uh, Topher has facts about dream, about sleeping. I'm talking about, you know, different things about sleep. Uh, we talked about uh, hippos. We talked about uh, Elon Musk and Tesla. We talked about quantum entanglement, just all sorts of fun stuff. Have you heard about uh, somebody speaking that, you know, they have, people live two lives. One when they are alive, and the other one when they go to sleep. And that is as real for them, and when they wake up, sometimes they have confusion between their real life and the life they enjoy in their dreams. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. That's very interesting to think of it like that. When I, I had a dream once when I was probably 12 or 13, 
and in my dream, everything was completely realistic, and I met someone, and we fell in love, and we had this long relationship, just all in a dream, and when I woke up, I was just inconsolable. I mean, the grief was yes. real. I really felt like I had lost someone. And some, uh, your dream timeline is way slower. Yeah, way faster because you live like three lifetimes in one dream by right. the time you wake up. Yeah. And wow. sometimes you're very tired yeah. just by sleeping. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. they made a movie in Bollywood. It's uh -huh. a local language movie. I don't know if it is a Hindi. It is a local Telugu movie. I'm from Telugu speaking state. Uh -huh. So you might want to check it out again. There must be some Hollywood movie yeah, I'll too. I'll check it out. Because yeah. I've spoken to people who felt that something happened in their life and that never happened because that happened to them during their sleep. Yeah. Wow. So it is so real and I've also heard people saying that, you know, you and I, if we go to bed, you know, you in your room, in my, me in my room, we meet in our dreams and we know we met in our dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. People told me that. One of that persons yeah. is my wife. Wow. Yep. Wow. When she was growing up. I, I'm sure there are a lot of ways that we can communicate that we're not aware of. Telepathy. Um, uh, if you heard about uh, one of the Indian saints, he started his own religion. He passed away. He's the one who united all Hindus under one umbrella. Oh, wow. Hindus used to fight before. Uh -huh. Just like Christians have denominations, uh -huh. yes. Hindus also have denominations. And uh, here's my wife. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of figured that. <laughs> and uh, he walked from uh, Kanyakumari, which is the south of India, mm -hmm. all the way to the Himalayas, like multiple times, and he united all denomination of Hinduism under one community. It takes some doing. Wow. Yep. And uh, he died early at 28 or 38. I wow. do not remember. Yep. He was identified as a saint at the early age and he never got married. He was very knowledgeable and um, he used to do telepathy. So, he, again, in Hindus, we have a lot of rituals that we need to do if you're a saint, you're not supposed to get married. So, he was supposed to die at the age of 12. And there was some life extinction given. Again, this is purely based upon my knowledge and what I learned when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. He was, his life was extended because somebody else was sacrificed in his name. Like, you know, oh. he was in river offering prayer to Sun God mm -hmm. and this uh, alligator was about to grab him and he just missed by a bit. Mm -hmm. So that's how he won an additional lifetime. In this 10 years, he's not supposed to do anything so he comes out of his body, telepathy, and teleporting himself into a dead body mm -hmm. and experiences a married life, comes back to his own body and uh, ends his life cycle. Wow. So his body is still pure, but his soul was able to feel what it is like. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know his name. I think I can even more look that up. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen that uh, a similar story used in... Uh, movies and TV shows where a person will live a life in a dream and then parts of it come true or, or PC's indications that you know the dream isn't just you know his name fantasy. is Adi Shankaracharya okay so he's the one if you look him up he'll talk about teleporting and okay yeah, yeah I'd love to hear about that it is a nice topic you know I was thinking yeah. like you know why are we tired even after having eight hours of sleep yeah it does make sense 
it makes a lot of sense yeah. because there are certain days you wake up and you just can't hardly move and other days you're ready to go. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. yeah, like and I'm well rested, let me go for a 5K run. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you can feel like you've had plenty of rest but you don't feel like doing anything, you're just worn out. And I think power naps are a good thing. Sometimes power naps give you more sleep than the eight-hour long sleep. I agree 100% with that, because yes. Because I'm totally refreshed on the, like, you know, when I'm working, I'm an engineer. Oh, okay. So I, I only get 10 to 15 minutes breaks because I'm right now working from home, which means you have to do more to prove that you're getting paid. Yeah. Yes, I, mean, I understand they, they feel like, you know, you're giving them money for free and these guys are not doing anything. <laughs> but when you're at home, it is more to do for the same pay. Yeah. So I take 10 minutes timers and set up my alarm. And in that 10 minutes, I like, I get the energy that I don't even get from coffee. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. That's where I recycle my thoughts and go back to it. I know, a power nap, I always wake up, usually. I mean, there have been a few not, but um, mainly I wake up happy and refreshed yes. on a power nap. I'm like, ready to go. I'm like, man, yeah. that was good. I'm ready to go, uh, go dig those tulips in or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. On this note, I think you got one subscriber today. Oh, good. Oh, thank you. Excellent. I like hey, the thank topics, you. man. Hey, we're always here. So come by. Talk yes. to us, man. You're Last time when I came, person. I think it was in uh, winter. This market was not yeah, yeah, exciting. Yeah. But yeah. again, I will certainly come back. Yeah, it was a nice talk, man. Thank you. Very nice talk to you. Nice I'm Mark. Good to meet you. I'm Veer. Veer? Topher. Topher. Yes. All right. Mark. Veer, you're a very interesting person. Come Thank on you. by anytime you want. Yes. Right, you have a good one. You too. This table is magic. This table is magic. Yeah, I swear. Magic. There's, there's you know what I envision? When I envisioned us, uh, us coming here, uh -huh. I never expected it to be so good. I know. Switch the microphone okay, back there. Uh, I remember one of our, our very first guests was uh, Deep Sky. Yes. But the bad thing is, is I'm, I don't know what happened to him. He's just gone. Yeah. He, he might have went back to California to be all fair. But I'd love to have him on here. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like I said, I mean, I think that not all of his stuff is correct, but I think it all came from somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that the connections he drew between so much of it was really well thought out. Oh, I mean, he was so, uh, I think you brought it up first, organized. Yes. Because he could go down a list mm -hmm. of events that happened for 50 years and hit them all chronologically yeah. in order and be... Um, Just by dead on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He knew his stuff. Yeah. Um, he was really eloquent about the way he spoke of it. I mean, he was really just dead was on. Engaging like, too. It was engaging, just fun yeah. to listen to. Yeah, because we started off just talking about Jim Morrison. Uh -huh. and, you know, he died a fat fucker in, in <laughs> France. Fucking <laughs> 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 whiskey bottles next to him, and he yes. comes up and he starts talking about um, his dad. Yeah, his dad. And the dads of a lot of pop stars back then yes. were in military intelligence. And yeah, and what did his? Oh shoot, I forgot. He parlayed it to a lot of political events. And it was dead on. Uh, but anyhow, uh, anyway. go ahead. Well, we were talking about uh, sleeping on the job in Japan is seen as dedication. Because mm -hmm. uh, the idea is if you're sleeping on the job, it's because you don't go home. You have to do your sleeping there, and the moment you wake up, you're ready to go back to Japan. You know, they look at it as you're skipping your commute time. Well, in Europe, they do it too. <laughs> yeah. In Europe, it's uh, very good too. Uh, that's slightly different. But in Europe, everybody shuts down for two, maybe even three hours during the uh, day, yeah. and they sleep. Yeah, Spain has the siesta. Yeah, and, yeah. and it works wonderfully for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. They couldn't get by without it. 
Yeah, but here in America, we'd abuse it somehow. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, go ahead. Let's see, uh, number 21, your favorite sleep position is in, is linked to your personality. Apparently, if your, your personality kind of dictates your sleep position. You know what? I, I believe that to be correct because I've always been a side yeah. sleeper my whole life. Yeah. And yeah, I just can't. Flat in stomach, just can't do it. You get those people that sleep sprawled out like a windmill, I guess. Oh, you yeah. Know, the, they have yeah. a certain personality. And yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. Number 22, we don't dream about ourselves until the age three or four. Until then, we dream about everybody else. I can see that. You're, about, not as, you're not as self-aware. Yeah. About age three uh, or four, you become self-aware enough that you dream of yourself. Yeah. Yep. Funny. Uh, it's funny. I see all kinds of Bucky shirts anymore. The famous truck stop plaza oh, yeah. uh-huh. that goes on for miles. Yes. It has real sugar frozen Pepsi, which I'm envious of. Oh, yeah. Or they may have. Someone said they took it off, So, which that would suck. But anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, I saw those places on the drive down to Gulf Shores and back. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. Number 23. Deaf people sometimes will sign in their sleep. They don't talk in their sleep. They sign in their sleep. Does another person, like, fucking smack him and tell him to shut up? He, he, he signs, shut up. I can't sleep. I mean, can they go to sleep with closed caption on? That would be awesome. See right now. What? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Oh, imagine if your dreams, you can turn on the closed captioning for your dreams, you walk in and see what somebody's dreaming about Oh <laughs> God! reading the words. Wow. <laughs> that might not be a good thing. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> a lot of us would be in trouble. <laughs> uh, for those days where you didn't get a good night's sleep, yeah. if you tell yourself you really did sleep well, it helps. It actually I've makes done that a before. difference. Yeah. I'm like dead tired, little insomnia, could not sleep for nothing. Mm-hmm. And my insomnia is a bully. Once I realize I have insomnia, it's like, yeah, that's right, and you're not fucking doing anything. (laughs) And then it's cemented. Yeah. As soon as I get the notion that I'm not going to sleep very well, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, so there, fucker. Might as well just come up with stuff to do. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, if you tell yourself, yeah, that was good, I feel better, you can talk yourself into it. Sometimes my real self is saying, all right, all right, but all right, buddy, you want to do that? Let's go run a marathon. Come on, come on, come on with your bad self. Yeah, if you yeah. want to be awake, we're going to yeah, go Yeah, this. we're going to go do something. Let's go work another 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. teach you. I signed up for overtime. Anyhow, go ahead. Well, this fits in with what uh, Veer was just talking about. Sleep is an active process. It's not something that happens to you. It does You take in. part in it. That's right. So that's why sedation. The two different lives is just so interesting. It I'm going to look in that even more. That's yeah. like, a, what kind of physics do they call that? Um, I don't know. There's a name for it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up later. Go ahead. ahead. It, there's a name for it, and I, and I will yeah. uh, I'll look it up. I was just going to say the point that sedation never can take the place of sleep because your brain is not taking part in being sedated. It's mm-hmm. just knocked out. So, yeah. you know, people who fall asleep drunk because they're just so drunk they pass out, they're not getting good sleep. That's right. Yeah, they're getting yeah. shit sleep. <laughs> oh, I, trust me, I've been down that route, and it's right. Yeah. Drunk sleep, you wake up a lot. Oh, yeah. And you're, like, real fidgety because of the sugars and the alcohol and everything. 
There's all different types of factors. Yeah. It's like the alcohol trying to put you to sleep and the sugar is trying to keep you awake. Yeah. And it's a constant battleground in your mind and body. Yeah. So. It's kind of hell. Yeah. Hence the bed spins. Yeah. You. Yeah. Those are the fucking worst because you swear you're yeah. dying. You're I, like, I, I get I get the thing when I have a migraine. I keep having to flip over from left side to right side and back every, about every five minutes or so. Well, I'm happy you beat your migraine migraine today. That's yeah, excellent. Good. Yeah, I woke up about six o'clock and man, I felt awful. I dragged my ass to the. It could be because the cold front that came through was further away from us. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, one came through yesterday, yeah. and I felt uh, it. I felt it in my knees, my uh, my heel. Mm-hmm. It's not doing so well right now. I mean, I could tell. Yeah. Even though there's no rain or nothing associated with it. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance for rain later in the week, but this is just, you know, sunny and windy for the next yeah. few days. So, anyhow. Yeah. Okay, well, we all know about sleepwalking, mm-hmm. but there's also sleep eating. It's actually a lot more, more common than people realize. You'll wake up in the middle of the night and go eat. Yeah. And in the morning, you have no clue that you went and ate something. Wow. I can believe that, though. There's another one that's even more fun. Sleep sex. Oh, I know people that that's happened to. Yes. It's called sexomnia. Oh, wow. You, you're actually asleep, but people will get up and try to have sex while they're asleep. No, I know some people that that's happened to. <laughs> and then they both woke up and had to ask each other questions. They're yeah. like, hey. Uh, what the hell? What happened here? They're like, I don't remember anything, but uh, I kind yeah. of felt, you know, like maybe. And then, uh, you know, the wife confirmed, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had sex in my sleep. I don't think I have either. No. I don't think so either. Here's one that pretty pretty much everyone knows. What about sleep jerking? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, Regular exercise helps you sleep more. Everyone kind of knows that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, easy one. That's easy one. But here's one that most people don't know. High altitude damages sleep quality. Didn't know that, but yeah. that would that would explain how come I don't sleep as well whenever I'm yeah. doing like... Denver, or not Denver, even higher in altitude. Wyoming is way up there. Yeah. You know. Well, that explains why the people in Denver are such pinheads all the time. Yeah. They're not getting oh, no, no, sleep. don't talk bad about them. We got a large following in Denver. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Topher does not mean that. We love you guys. <laughs> we love Denver. I have I have uh, nephews in Denver, and I love my nephews very much. Yes, yes. So, actually, I really like the city of Denver. It's just I a love football the city team of Denver. I don't it's, like. Yeah, same here. <laughs> We're supposed to not like you guys, yes. and I'm sure whenever you hear us talk about the Chiefs, you probably cringe. Yes. So It's just, you know, remember when you had Elway and we had no one? Well, yeah, now no, we that's have what Mahomes like now. and you don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, they got Russell Wilson. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Denver. I'll shut up. Now, now this is one that I had to think about for a minute. In dreams, you can't read or tell time. Yeah. And I started thinking, it was like, yeah, I don't remember ever I remember before looking to try to tell what time it is. Yeah. Or trying to read something. I think I've even remembered that, trying to read something. Someone handed you something, it's like, and you keep trying and trying, Uh and finally you wake up. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess it was nothing because I could never read it. And I've noticed that in my dreams, it's a certain time of day, and it stays there. Yes. And then a certain point of the dream, it's like different time of day. And I don't remember it ever transitioning. It just is. So it's always just a certain time, but time doesn't move in your dream. It doesn't like, you know, march from morning to evening. It's just wherever, whatever. Uh, let's see. Nightmares usually don't involve fear. 
And you know, it kind of makes sense to me because most of the time when I have a nightmare, I wake up feeling just grossed out. Everybody Or does. depressed. Or... Some of the subject matter you cover in uh, nightmares, Yeah, that's all you can do, you know? Yeah, it's not scary. It's just depressing and gross and, and yeah. soul-crushing. I remember on Ambien, I had a nightmare, and I had to quit taking it. That didn't consist of nothing but pitch black. Oh, wow. I would... I would... Um, I'd have no way of knowing this, but what I would imagine being buried alive would be. Yeah, yeah. That's not an uncommon dream as, as far as I know. I've never had anything like that before. Yeah, it's scary. And so. it was so freaky and it was so claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept waking up going, my God, you know, that was like hell to me. And yeah. I had to quit it. You know. And you know, and a lot of times when people have what they think are nightmares, you know, where they're screaming and this, you know, big savage monster trying to eat you and you scream yourself awake, yeah. that's a night terror. Mm-hmm. And There's that differences. Can, that can be a symptom yeah. of something. So yeah. that's something you should tell your doctor about. Yep. But just having a bad dream or you feel ugly and gross about it in the morning, you know, that's a typical nightmare. That's typical, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Most people take naps that they don't even remember. Have you ever had a day where it's like you look at the clock, it's like, whoa, it's that late already? I do that you at night. You might have taken a nap. I do that at night. <laughs> let's say I'm downloading our horrible podcast and it bores me so bad. All of a sudden, I realize that the time has slipped by on me, uh-huh. and there's no way I could have been that much time doing whatever I was doing. I yeah. had to have fell asleep, but didn't remember falling asleep or waking up, or about what time I did or waking up. All I know is like yeah. an hour and a half has gone by, or Val walks in the room, and all of a sudden, like... You don't even I'm, feel the yeah, transition. Like, yeah. was I asleep? Because what did I just do? The you way know. I'll notice is a lot of times I'll have a TV show streaming in the background, just episode after episode, and I'll you know I'll be looking at something or writing something or you know doing something else, and I'll notice when all of a sudden I'm on a completely different episode. Yeah, it's like you know the show was about this, and all of a sudden it's all about something else. And I'll, Wait a minute, and then I'll I'll stop and back it up, and I'll see I've missed two episodes. It's like, I was asleep. I had no idea I was asleep, but I slept for an hour and a half. And for I've me, it was that just... i your guys' podcast. <laughs> 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 I have no doubt about that. No, and when, you wake up with a little, you know, vomit in your mouth, and you're like... <laughs> 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 so, you had the same thing with our podcast? Yeah, I, mean, I, I fall asleep in my damn recliner. Yeah. I'm working, listen to you guys, and I wake up, but I'm three, five, past back. <laughs> okay. Probably just as well. Yeah. Did you have nightmares too? <laughs> Probably. I don't remember. Us Me chasing you naked. Out. Come here, Robbie. Come here. All right. <laughs> 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 I have two more items about sleep, and okay. then we can all just go to sleep. Uh, number 32, sleeping well helps you lose weight. I knew I was sleep-deprived. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I need to get more sleep because yeah. I want to drop about 40 pounds. Robbie's the only one here in shape. <laughs> yeah, he must sleep he well. he builds those big fucking trailers uh, for boats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I cut. Hey, how you doing? I lift and carry the steel. Yeah. And I'm 54 years old. Yep. A lot of these young kids don't even want my job. Yeah, really. Yeah, oh yeah. No, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't count how many people uh, we went through at the old place. 
Well, no kids want to put in glass or railing, I can tell you that. Yeah, really. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, finals fact about sleep. Drum roll, please. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey. Nah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Cooling your body helps you sleep, helps you fall asleep. Too. Yes. So working out right before bed is a bad idea. Yeah. Taking a hot shower or a hot bath right before bed, bad idea. I had to quit doing that when yeah. I used to go to the cool gym regularly. I had to quit doing that because the uh, only time I had to was at night because I had to be at work at 5 in the morning. Yeah. So I'm not waking up at fucking uh, 3 to go work out, you know. And Yeah, so I do it in the evening and I realized, man, I wasn't getting very good sleep at all, even yeah. worse than normal. So, okay. Oh, have you seen those ads lately for tattoo removal? Yes. Or are they just, I, I never know on commercials, are they just the ones streaming to me or is everyone else No, no, else no, no. they've two? been coming on like crazy lately because it's more efficient uh, and cheaper to do. Before, it was like a big ordeal and it mm -hmm. may or may not work and you have to spend a lot of money. Now yeah. they can definitely do it and it doesn't cost nearly as much as it used to. So there, a lot of us got tattoos when we were yeah. younger. Plus, it means a lot of more people want them removed now. Yes, they do. They decided, eh, this isn't the look I want anymore. Yeah. But the interesting thing about, they call it laser tattoo removal. The only thing it removes is the appearance of the tattoo. The ink is still there. I didn't know that. They're just making it colorless. Yeah. The only thing the laser does is remove the pigment. The well, ink would you is not tan in. there? No, you'll still tan. Okay. It's just if they scan it under the right light, your tattoo's still there. I'll be damned. Yep. The ink is still there, still looks exactly the same. They just make it colorless, so you can't see it with the naked eye. But you use a different shade of light, like ultraviolet light, it's there. pick it up. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> wow. And your body knows it's still there, too. Your immune system is still attacking it mm -hmm. over and over every single day because the ink is a foreign invader. So... All it does is remove the appearance of the tattoo. So that's how they get to call it removal. Yeah, that's true. Because they're removing it from your eye. Yeah. <laughs> but the Good tattoo's point. still there. It's just it's just colorless now because of the laser. Okay. All right. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to figure out what we're going into. Oh, Lord. That man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there. Don't worry. I have a clown nose. Oh no! That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay. I have a clown nose. Clown nose! Just put one on and you can do anything. Wanna run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam! Everyone laughs! Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. It's easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods. It's harder to deter 
Jets. <laughs> Two thimble dicks and a crash cart will be right back. Uh, we're talking about how we're going to try not to uh, swear as much. We might be vulgar on some of our bits and stuff, but yeah. we're going to try to PG it up a little bit because we're starting to get a pretty good following and we want to keep the people. We right. feel a responsibility right. to our listeners. Yes, we do. So get a kinder, general, gentler two douchebags in a microphone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> two douchebags in a microphone on Mark. I'm Topher. All right. Welcome back. And if you didn't follow us back, then you have no idea I'm saying this to screw off. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyhow, Topher has a uh, Flaming Arrows? What is yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Was, uh, there was a uh, marathon on TV the other day of the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm -hmm. And that's where I saw someone shooting a Flaming Arrow. Oh, okay. And I've seen this on Mythbusters and, and uh, some other programs and plus I'm I'm into archery so I've talked with a lot of other archers. And the whole flaming arrow thing is just a, a Hollywood fiction. It, it really doesn't work. Yeah, think about it. Think about how that would it defies all logic actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, in order for a flaming for an arrow to be shot and go somewhere, it has to travel pretty quickly. Um, modern bows, the arrows traveling are like 180 to 200 miles an hour. Yes. Um, even your older bows, um, it's going about, uh, oh, I'd say like 50, 60 miles an hour at the least. Yes. Um, and when the arrow is going that fast, the flames just blow right off. Yeah. I mean, think of... It doesn't know, matter what kind of accelerant they have, yeah. going that fast would extinguish it. Yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. flicking your lighter and then walking really fast. Yes. The flame just blows right off the side of it. Yeah, that's true. So, the flame blows off pretty quickly, pretty easily. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen a few videos where someone says, look, flaming arrow, and they will they will have a lit, big wad of something soaked with a flammable liquid, and they'll shoot it very slowly, and the target is like 10 feet away, because any farther in the flame would just be gone. gone. Uh -huh. So they're like, oh, look, see, flaming arrow works. But in practical solution, no. You, sh you shoot an arrow at the proper velocity over a, a, you know, the, the distance you would be shooting it, and the flame is just gone. Yes. You know, the arrow winds up sticking in the target, and it can be set on fire again, but it's not on fire when it gets there. Really, the only thing that works is something that has a constant ignition source, yes. like a road flare or, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, set the arrow on fire and shoot it 100 yards into this bundle of sticks and the sticks go up in flames like, no. Pure Hollywood fantasy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Boy, we're having all kinds of problems with our sign. Yeah, it's because they have the doors open back there and yeah, the wind is just tearing through. The wind's coming through. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyhow, I was uh, asked to go ahead and mention one of the businesses around here that I just visited, and it's very good. I've eaten there several times, so is Topher. It's the Daily Kitchen here at the River Market, and we're out in front of it, as well as the uh, City Market Coffee Roasters, uh -huh. and they're both very fine places that have really good things on their menu, yeah, whether it be fine coffees to uh, uh, fine food, really good food, home from scratch, 
food. We're sitting here smelling it and getting oh, hungry. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact, I just ordered a uh, loaded spud. It's going to have brisket in it and mac and cheese. Mm. Who can go wrong with that? You're making me hungry just listening to you. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, the Flaming Arrows is really interesting because I never really put much thought into it. Mm. Saw a Flaming Arrow, it's like, oh, okay, what a great idea. Yep. Kills you and catches you on fire. Yep. And maybe you might fall down and catch their house on fire or whatever yeah. the idea is. <laughs> or maybe it's just effect from Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Archers have known for many, many years and flaming arrows just don't work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have some weird questions, sure. I guess. The book of weird questions or odd questions or horrible questions, some of them. <laughs> Disturbing questions. Disturbing questions, yeah. <laughs> Which I need to come up with a, a promo for because we do them so much. You know, I have the oh, yeah. uh, island of uh, horrible jokes mm-hmm. and uh, strange insults from an alien yep. and uh, other little ones and some new skits coming soon that we think you guys are going to love. Uh, pretty disturbing stuff. So anyhow, um, <laughs> ideally, how many slices should you divide a large pizza into? This intrigues me because everybody has a slightly different idea. I'm going to say eight just because it's easy and simple. You know what? We agree. Mm-hmm. I thought that this is going to be a stalemate. No. I think that everybody gets a decent size, and then if you got a man-sized appetite, go for it. If not, you leave it alone. Yeah. But none of these little squares. No. It's like, I normally eat six squares, but today I think I feel like seven. <laughs> Fuck off. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> Grab you a real slice of pizza, eat it, and then go for another if you want. Yeah. It's like, say, hey, you want some peas with that? Yeah, I'll take 17. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. That's 18. Take that one away. That's just ridiculous. Why, well, thank you very much. And the yeah, Daily welcome. Kitchen is so cool. Um... I, we just had this brought out to us. Thank you so much. Terrific. Do you want to say anything about your place? No? Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nicest lady you'll ever meet in the whole world. And uh, anyhow, they bring it out to us. Looks pretty awesome. Yeah, you want some? Um, I'd have to check if there's dairy in it first. Oh, shoot. She's yeah. the one that would know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Chances are there's probably... Well, I know milk. there's dairy in this. Yeah, and, and the biscuit's uh, probably made with milk, so... Oh yeah, probably yeah. buttermilk or something. But yeah. okay, you'd you'd think since I can't eat dairy, I'd be nice and skinny, but but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I got one. All right. Okay. You would think, because I hate so many foods, I would be skinny. Mm. Like seafood, and I forgot um, what else. Um, mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. There's all this stuff that I cannot stand to eat. It just means whatever I can stand to eat, I go nuts on it. Yeah. So, it feels abused. It cowers in a corner when I walk in the room. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. He's going to eat all Oh, my God. Here comes the hamburger guy. Everybody fucking run. Everybody run. The homecoming yeah. queen. He won't eat go. anything but us. Everybody go. You remember that song? What is it? Everybody run, the homecoming queen's got a gun. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Julie Brown. Julie Brown. Julie Brown. Not the MTV downtown Not Julie downtown, Brown. Not downtown, no. No. She was, she was obnoxious. This was midtown Julie Brown. She's <laughs> completely different. <laughs> she wasn't from South Detroit. We know that. <laughs> we already discussed South Detroit. <laughs> South Detroit is Lake Michigan, isn't it? No, it's Windsor. 
Windsor Canada. Oh, Windsor Canada. Yeah. That's right, because of the nook. I keep forgetting the yeah, nook. Yeah, it's, it's like a little finger reaching around to the south of Detroit. Little <laughs> finger of Canada. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, you asked somebody, what's the first country you come to when you go south from Detroit? Canada. Canada. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it's true. <laughs> and the thing is, I go to Canada all the time. I used to drive, but now I hate driving that long. Yeah. But you go through Detroit... And you go through miles of people looking like they're going to murder you while you're at a stop sign. Yeah. Trash everywhere, burnout buildings, looks like very real. Kind of like Gary, Indiana. Yeah, a lot like Yeah. And then you go just across the Detroit River, everything's all picked up and pristine. Mm. It really bums you out. It's like, yeah. is there that big of a difference between the people? I know, yeah. Or in the taxes? I, I don't know. I noticed that on a road trip. You know, I was in Arkansas, uh-huh. and the roadways are clean and nice. Get into Missouri, trash everywhere. Yep. I've noticed yep. that too. We go yeah. to Eureka Springs all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Arkansas is yep. all picked up and clean and nice. Missouri roads are just trash. Do they just everywhere. put more of a focus on it because yeah. it's the natural state? I think I think Missourians glitter more and I think it's picked up less. Okay. So hey, all those people with community service sentences, get them out there picking up trash. That's what they used to do. I don't yeah. know why they quit. Because it, it hurts the snowflakes feelings <laughs> to do manual labor and get laughed at. You're right. Mm-hmm. Instead, they have them dress in drag and read to little children in the library. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings, so it's allowed. <laughs> not open that can of Yeah, let's not. But let me put it like this. Your message is well received, I bet, with most people. Yeah. I just don't understand why drag queens want to go read stories to little kids. That's what I never understood. It's like, do you really think it's necessary to bring any type of sexuality to children? Yeah. And I have nothing against drag queens or homosexuals or whatever. I have so many friends. For me to say that I have something against them would be a complete lie. Yeah. Yeah, I love these people. They're great people. Here's the deal. I don't want any sexuality at all towards children. Leave it alone. Let yeah. them figure it out when they're older. Quit trying to sexualize little kids. Yes, it's There's not time right. to think about that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. And believe me, if they have any questions about their sexuality at all, they will figure it out. No, yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, the next one. You discover a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society. What is the first rule you put in place? Hmm. Rob wants uh, male genitals only. <laughs> uh, I'm saying the first rule I put in place is all nude all the time. Oh, that's cool. There we go. I got one. Yeah? No kale. <laughs> Just to keep with our theme. Rob, what do you want? Besides I male genitals. Know. Okay. I don't know. Get me on that one. All right. <laughs> Rob's gonna plead the fifth on that uh, one. Rob's leaving it alone. Yeah. How yeah. about a bunch of naked hot women? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he says, "Man." Nah. Okay. <laughs> you have one superpower, only one. What do you choose? wanted to be able to fly, but that's kind of limited. Um, Flying would be the most fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. 
Um, oh, I know. The ability to understand any language. That would be great. Yeah. What about you, Rob? That Robin? would be. And for me, languages in- include music, mathematics, um, bird chirping, everything. Any form of communication, I should be able to. Under- I want to be able to understand. I love that. That's a great idea. Hello. It is perfect, man. The new loaded uh, spud at the Daily Kitchen is fantastic. It looks awesome. So if you're in the River Market area, drop by. You will uh, you will not be disappointed. If I could Thank have dairy, so I'd have one too. <laughs> he can't have dairy. Can have one next time. Do you have anything uh, uh, non dairy? I do. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. We have lots of. We make everything to order, so we can adjust any. Excellent. There you go. Yeah, that's a problem when you have a lot of pre-made stuff. You go in and ask for no cheese, and they just go scrape not cheese at this off place. Of one, You know, yeah. that's not as good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Very good. Nice. A meat lover. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, superpower. Yeah. I want a stupid people. Um, um, gun that makes them leave your presence and oh, stay yeah. away. Like a force field. Yeah, it just kind of repels them. Yeah, it repels stupid mm-hmm. people. Okay, Rob, you got anyone? Well, I'm recently single again, so I think I'm going to have to go back to the X-ray vision. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, too. Hey, that's an awfully bit of goodie. So, Jeff, wouldn't it be great to discover someone has a butt plug in? <laughs> yeah, I think my second choice for superpower would have would be to have a a uh, field around me of about 50 yards, and any parasite that came within that field would die. Oh, ticks, mosquitoes. Cancer cells. You know what? Used car salesman. As much as I love lawyers. stupid people not near me. <laughs> oh, oh, careful. Careful. One of the lawyers I have working on our trademark uh-huh. is listening. Oh, okay. Liability lawyers. What? Yeah, okay. There you go. There not a go. trademark lawyer. You guys are awesome yeah. and thank you. Any elected politician, you know. Perfect. That, that parasite field would just. I mean, think about that. Your dog has heartworms. You just walk up and pet your dog and they're all gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your friend's got bed bugs. Just go over and visit their house. You know what? Dead. I changed mine to that. Yeah. That is perfect. And oh you, my know, God. you don't wipe out all parasites everywhere because they serve a purpose. You know, they have a reason for you being Wipe them there. out from your life. But you just don't let them within 50 yards of you. Ever. Mm. I think that's awesome. I'm going to have to go with that one, too. Yeah, just an anti-parasite field. Okay. I like that. That's great. We, yeah. Yeah. I'm for that. Are you still with X-ray vision, or are you going with Parasite? Oh, I, I want the X-ray, but I yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay. You swat some mosquitoes, but you you'll, still get to see You'll them. swat at the mosquitoes and see <laughs> Great idea. All right. You have the power to create and design your own half-hour TV show. What will it be about and the name and the network? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. I think I'm going to put it on the Learning Channel, for irony's sake. Mm-hmm. 
and my show is going to be called Wake the Fuck Up. <laughs> and the show is going to be about all the ways commercials lie to you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Nobody would watch it because people enjoy liking commercials and they don't want to think of them as bad things. It's kind of almost like Penn and Teller's <laughs> bullshit. Remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be probably the least popular show on TV because it's more fun. You know, a, a good, a good uh, thing to remember is it feels good to do what you're told. Yeah. And a lot of Americans are that way. It's like, tell me what to do, because it feels so good to just do that and not have to think. Can you go over that commercial again that you said a few podcasts ago about where the guy comes on and keeps lying to the people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, this the, is one of the best ones ever. Yeah. He, he comes on and he says, uh, um, he, he starts out like he's one of those phone calls you get. said, I'm from the IRS, and your taxes are way overdue. And their IRS agents come to your house right now to arrest you unless you buy me gift cards and read me the numbers online. And then he pauses and he said, would you believe that? Because last year, you know, thousands of Americans had their identity stolen with a scam just like that or, or similar. And then, he, and then he said, in fact, last year one out of seven Americans had their identity stolen. You believe that? You shouldn't, because I just made that up. <laughs> You're kind of gullible, aren't you? And then the commercial ended. <laughs> I love that. And then here's this authority wow. figure saying these facts in a very earnest voice, and your impulse is, oh, okay, yeah, uh-huh, tell me more. And they just straight out tells you, I'm making this up, and you bought it. <laughs> that is great. Isn't it? All right. My TV show would be called... The media is bullshit. <laughs> yes, and it is. And <laughs> it would be a reality show about media and certain examples of what the real story was and how they lie. Oh, yeah. And I would have it on every major network mandatory that they yeah. have to air this at some time in prime time to prove, to offset their yes. obvious bullshit. Yeah. Because right now they say, oh, well, we just got it wrong. It was happening so fast, we just yeah, made a yeah. mistake. But you no, know, the reality yeah. is they're like Fox News. They're telling you a lie because it'll keep you tuned mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Until you get sued for it. Fox News didn't do anything that the others aren't doing. It's just Fox News got caught this time. Well, I wish we were privy to the transcripts of oh, what yeah. Dominion voting was uh, getting ready to throw out there. Because mm-hmm. it had to have been so big. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It might have been like behind the scenes talking or something. Fox News was practically wetting themselves. They couldn't wait to settle fast enough because they did not want this going to trial. No, they did not. And so look, they're hiding I mean, something really awful. And I've got no stake in either game because I'm neither side. I think both yeah. sides are horrible. And they, they're self-promoting classless opportunists. Mm-hmm. All of them. So, before anyone gets their panties in a row and thinks I'm conservative or liberal, no, I think. That's why I'm neither one of them. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, I have certain things I believe in and I don't. But I don't peg them to any certain type of uh, person. Yeah. So anyhow, you know, I, I would I would pay serious money to anyone who can find it in either the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution, where it says we're supposed to have a two-party system. No, <laughs> actually, it's nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of evidence to support that there should be 
a lot more. There should be, yeah. Yeah, so... But the, the, the two-party system is the big lie that the Republicans and Democrats collude on on a daily basis yes. to tell us, oh, this is the natural order things, one or the other, and that's mm-hmm. it. It's bullshit. It's always been bullshit, but they're keeping us as a nice captive little herd of voters, and the, the Republicans and Democrats will work tirelessly with each other and cooperate endlessly to crush other political parties. Yes, and you notice one of the first things they will agree on is that third, uh, voting third parties a waste. Yeah. Yeah, throwing your vote away. They both agree yep. with that real quick. Yep. Why? They are terrified of another political party emerging. Yeah. And they will do anything to stop that. But because media and everything is controlled by these two, mm-hmm. that's why you'll never get the true, honest truth. Yeah. You'll, you know, our favorite NPR, they're always talking about the other side of the aisle, as if there are only two and that's the way it should be. No. It should be every single point of the compass. I remember it's not this side or that side. It's every side. It but does they not, perpetuate the lie. It does not matter whether it's Fox News. It does not matter whether it's CNN NBC, any of these. Mm-hmm. When, uh, who was it? Ron Paul. Yeah. When Ron Paul came on, they went to commercials. Yep. Why is that? It's because he wasn't part of the big two at the time. He was yep. an independent guy. And they didn't right. like it. He was anti the system as it was. And here's, here's the immediate reason. Both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party told the networks, if you show him on air, we're pulling all our ads. Yes. And the network said, okay, yes, sir, whatever you want, sir. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. The, the two polit- major political parties use their dollars to crush the third party. Mm-hmm. And they'll do it every time if they can. Yeah. They don't want things to get better for us. They want to maintain control. And you ever wonder where all this hate is generated for America in general? 90% of it comes from our governmental policies yes. towards other countries and how we do them. Yeah, they don't hate Americans per se, they hate our government. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense, because, you know, there are, there are countries around the world who I think their government is hideous, but I don't blame the people. You know, there are probably a lot of North Koreans that are decent, good people. Oh, there is. But their government is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you talking about a guy that when his father died so he could take the throne... If people weren't crying hard enough, he had him shot and killed. Yes. When his uncle threatened his power base a little bit, he had his uncle eaten alive by dogs. He starved the dogs and yeah. then fed him to him. And videotaped it. Yeah. That's so. the kind of guy with his finger on the nuclear button in North mm-hmm. Korea. <laughs> scary shit. Wow. It is scary <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, also, this is the guy that Dennis Rodman loves. Oh, yes. That piece of shit. Rodman I've seen that piece of shit in action down at Ocean Manor. All sorts of moist acts upon Kim Jong-un or whatever his name is. There's this place I used to go uh, in Florida. Me and Val used to go there and we used to cherish it until Dennis Rodman started showing up. <laughs> yeah. Ocean Manor Hotel it just and Resort. stinks the place up when a oh. creep like him shows up. Well, he was given this big foot... Okay, uh, from the story that I got this right here was I met Michael Irvin there. He was nice guy. Gentleman, very nice, very respectful. Matter of fact, I mean, he started talking to me first. Mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize him because I just came out of like. Um, <laughs> you ever hey, come you in out of like the sun player. and go into an elevator <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's really dark? I you could can't not see. see. Yeah. And he was coming from somewhere up on top and, and was yeah. in the elevator at the same time as me. 
And he's like, how you there? How you doing there, son? I turn around, I could not see him. And I finally ended up saying, you sound familiar. Started laughing and then his boys around him started laughing too. He goes, yeah, he goes, I get that a lot. And then I finally looked over there, I'm like, oh. I go, oh, I know who you are. And then he kind of gave me this look. I'm like, hey, man, nice to meet you. And I yeah. just kind of kept it down. Yeah. He didn't want anyone to really, you know, start running, making a run for him. Yeah. But what this guy does that owns it is, from what I understand, is he befriends a lot of these uh, athletes and lets them stay for free. And then people like me go there and go, hey, I ran into Dennis Rodman uh-huh. and I yeah. ran into Michael Irvin and people stay there. If there was a place where you could run into musicians like that, I'd go there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be I'd, it'd be great. Yeah. So um, this is my understanding of what happens, and that's how come I got to meet two two people. But Dennis Rodman was a complete asshole, and I didn't <laughs> want to talk to him hardly at all. But it's kind of I hard to do when he's like right in front of you, taking over every conversation. And yeah. Uh, so uh, anyhow, we're in this hut in back, and he comes in there with this big cigar that he never smokes. Yeah. And and blah, 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 and he can hardly talk. <laughs> and so. Uh, uh, anyhow, he started fucking with his football players. I'm pretty sure it's a football player. It could have been a basketball player. Big guy. Huge guy. And he's over there with his two girls. And he's like fucking pointing at the guy and kind of like laughing. That guy walks up and he points at himself like me. Mm-hmm. You talking about me? <laughs> and Rodman looks kind of funny. He walks over there. He whispered something in Rodman, Rodman's ear. Rodman turned around and left. <laughs> He probably said something like, you want, you, you want your girl to see you get your ass kicked right here? You want everyone to see this? Uh-huh. You better fucking leave. Take your fucking sideshow and take it somewhere else. He left. And then another time, I'm behind him trying to get indoors, and all of a sudden he stops. I almost run into him in the middle of the lobby of the hotel. And all of a sudden, all his cronies come around. He delivers a speech that no one could understand. He goes, uh, and all these idiots are looking at him like he's making this major fucking revelation. Looking at him like he's the Pope. Yeah, and I'm like, you guys are fucking rubes. I got out of there. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to be filmed in the same fucking film as this guy. Yeah, you get to the point where it's like, I don't even want to be associated with the people who like you. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I dislike you so much. If I get a snapshot of me next to him, I mean, Photoshop that out of there, yeah. man. <laughs> I would head down the source and beg them. I would give them money, say, take me out of that thing. <laughs> so I said, I think I have my shirt off. I probably didn't look real good anyway. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, well. But hey, I had a yinling in my hand, you know. Yeah, yeah hey, guys. Hey. No, they, no, I didn't want them to think I had anything to do with that guy. That's yeah. what I, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a whole list of celebrities that... Most people would run up and fawn over that I would walk the opposite way. Well, Rodman's it, one, Jane Fonda's another. Oh, Jane Fonda's another one. Huge. Yeah. Bono's another. Bono's another hypocrite yeah. that I can't stand. <clears throat> Tommy Lee or Nikki Six. I don't want yeah, to have anything one to do with no, them. Because no. they're both fakes. They couldn't They couldn't give me a pair of autograph no, sticks. Me, no, me know, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't so either. I, like, I don't give a crap about those guys anymore. And the thing is, I used to idolize and love them. Yeah. Not anymore, man. Jeez. Big fluffy dogs walking by. Remember when they have they used to have the signs up here saying no dogs? Uh-huh. That didn't work out so well. No. And they took all the signs away because people just bring their dogs anyway. Well, people are afraid to question it because emotional support dogs. Yeah. 
Yep. Plus, I'm sure all the businesses said, you know, hey, if we have to ban dogs, we're going to lose a lot of business, and that's we don't probably, care. That's probably the biggest reason <laughs> yeah. right there. Number two, emotional support dogs. Yeah. You can't really take that away from people. No. And are you going to sit there and argue with somebody or make them bring proof? No. And You're going to say, yeah. It's an unregulated term. So yeah, it's like, the man, this dog really helps my anxiety. Dog. Can yeah. you please let me just... You're not going to tell somebody they can't come here like that. This is, this is my emotional support tarantula. <laughs> Please make no sudden moves. <laughs> this is my cobra. Yeah. Well, there's a cobra story, but, I mean, we can get to it later. A guy found a cobra on a plane, oh, and they never did find it. Snakes on a plane. Yeah. Wow. It was a venomous cobra. Mm. Now, this was in Africa where he was flying out of, so very yeah. easily. But they never found it. Mm. So all sorts of places. To they're hide. using that. Yeah, they're using that plane again. That cobra is probably still in there. Probably did not leave. It probably found the most darkest area that yeah. it could hide. Is probably in there. Yeah. Yeah. So like wow. someone like brings their dog somewhere and they got it down there and then all of a sudden they they go there and the dog's dead. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's the cobra. Mm-hmm. So anyhow. Um, all right. Let's see. Where was I? Well, hey guys, I'm gonna have to excuse myself. My daughter and grandson just. Oh no, no, no! We're more important than that. No, you stay on the line. (laughs) All right, Robbie. Thanks for joining in, man. All right. Like I said, next time I'll have some material. Okay. Busy week. So. All right. Well, we're Uh, gonna we're gonna give you an ass paddling, uh, an invisible ass paddling for leaving early. Yep. All right. Just know that you're gonna get an ass paddling. Okay. (laughs) Invisible. Bam- Bare bottom. Right. Bare bottom. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, Rob. Bye. All right. You guys take it easy. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. The top five things to take with you in case of a zombie apocalypse. Oh. Wow. Let's see. I'd want a firearm. Yeah, with with plenty of ammo because the only thing that kills them is a shot to the head, right? Pretty the much, brain? yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, possibly like a machete or a club. Yeah, to bam them off of you if they get too close. Yeah. Um, food, water. Yeah. Clean food, clean water. Yeah. I can't really think of much. I mean, there's not really much that repels zombies except, you know, bullets and shotgun blasts. <laughs> Does a sturdy shelter come with that? The top five things? Yeah, a sturdy shelter is a good idea, yeah. Somewhere yeah, like, you can go and relax and get some sleep and the zombies yeah. can't get you. Okay, sturdy shelter, mm-hmm. food and water. I think food and water would be included as one, right? Yeah, yeah. Ammo's, ammo and bullet, is that one or two? I would say the, the, the firearm and the ammo should be one. Okay. Okay, so firearm, plenty of ammo, because you don't know how many of them there are. Yeah. And also, you might have to shoot food for food, too. That's true. Something for fire? Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah, because you're probably not going to have electricity. Yeah, you're going to have to cook, you're going to have to stay warm. Yeah, it's an apocalypse. Yeah. And then I think that's it, that's the five. Sounds about right. And you may have to stay warm. Yeah. Isn't it funny in all these zombie apocalypses, it's only humans that turn into zombies. Where are the zombie squirrels? Where are the zombie possums? I want I want a movie like that. Wouldn't I want that zombie awesome? mosquitoes. Yeah, oh my god. 
Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. All these little undead mosquitoes coming at you. <laughs> Zombie goldfish. Shoot one of them in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> Zom- oh. Zombie. Uh, I mean anything. Zombie trees. Why oh can't God. the tree be a zombie too? Yeah, all of a sudden you're you're running away and the tree grabs you. Not so fast. But how would a how would a tree bite your head to make you become a zombie? I guess it would. Oh, I don't know. Or I guess it could bite you anywhere, right? It just smack you with a branch or something. Oh, that's even worse. You'd be walking yeah. by and they crack you with a branch in your toast. And then drip a little of their zombie sap into you. Hmm. Yeah. Or the little seeds that come out. Or like, they could do a two-part effort. They smack you into uh, unconscious. Yeah. And then a real zombie comes by and bites you. Yeah. But then at that point, if that happens, you don't give a shit. You're one of them. Mm. Yeah. You know, there is evidence that tree, that plants are just farming us. They they give us parts of themselves to keep us alive until we die, and then we decompose and feed them. That's a great point. <laughs> They're like, look, we don't like these guys either, but we need them to die so they can decompose. Yep. Yeah. That's why plants keep us around. You ever so notice? we can die in convenient places and they can grow on our remains. Do you ever notice how, bro- how, how robust a tree looks in a cemetery? Oh, yeah. They well, look pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, if it was like just like a, you know, a place for crematory or something, yeah. yeah, yeah, just be an average tree, but yeah, that's right. Like the vaults, they don't get the same thing. They're above no. ground. All the trees look like shit around vaults. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Locked away from all that nutrition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. Do you think an elephant would make a good pet? I do. They're pretty intelligent. They're very social. They have personalities. I would agree with you. You don't you don't want one jumping up in bed with you like a dog. No. That'd be a little that'd be a little tough. That'd be fun to have a pet elephant come up and want pet and yeah. just come up and stick his head down. But you know, since elephants only sleep two hours a night, then they're gonna be awake a lot of the time you're not. Well, so, can you put them out in the yard and they can be a guard elephant? Or you know, just put on some video for them, let them watch, you know. Dumbo. Binge watch Star Trek or something, you know. Elephants love Star Trek. Yeah, they do. It's been proven. So, yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> All right. Elephants is pets. This next one I love because it's really thought-provoking. Mm. What is the smallest thing you get angry about? Oh. Being cut off in traffic. Thing I get, yeah, I get, I get angry about that. Uh, dropping things. I get angry when I drop things. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Especially in a public place. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty minor, but it, yeah, it bugs me more, way more than it should. No, same here. Because yeah. I do it often. I yeah. have something in my hand. I'll be walking up, getting ready. I don't know whatever, return it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bam! And it's like, why the fuck did I let that go? <laughs> For me, I think a lot of it is I'm, I'm losing sensation in my hands and I don't realize that I'm not gripping it the way I'm supposed to. You know, I think I'm holding on tight, but since I can't really feel it, Mm -hmm. my hand is starting to relax and then I'll I'll either drop it or it'll hit something and fall right out and it's like, "Ah, I was holding that, now it's on the ground. I do do that all the time since my carpal tunnel surgeries. Yeah. 
and it's not something I can even tell. Yeah. I feel like I have the same touch, but I don't obviously because I drop stuff at an alarming rate after the surgery, but not before. Yeah. So obviously, I think that I I'm the same, but I'm not. So. Yeah. All right. What made you cut off a friendship? I've got a definite, easy answer. And it's also family members and yeah. other things, too. Um, there's one guy that I cut off friendship when he started getting into a lot of illegal stuff. Shoplifting, vandalism, that kind of thing. And he thought it was just funny as hell. I was like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> so I made a distance. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, drugs. drugs will do There's it too. many people I took off my list because they would not quit doing drugs. And drugs goes along with what um, what you what you say, illegal stuff. And I'm sure that this guy that you're talking about probably got into drugs too. They probably did, yeah. And I'm talking about real drugs. I'm not talking about smoking a little pot behind the tree or nothing. Yeah, this is you know the serious point where it takes over your life. And alters your personality to the point where you your daily life them. is all about getting more drugs. Yeah, to where, like, uh, yeah. they would, um, anytime you go see them, you'd be afraid, like, they're trying to steal something. Yeah. Because they're that into drugs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, or you're afraid, like, someone might come after them because they owe money yeah. for drugs or something like that. Yeah. Drugs yeah. would be the number one thing for, yeah. Yeah. That has been the number one thing for me because I've cut off many people, even family members, yeah. because of drug use. And, you know, they, they may say, you know, oh, you're my friend and I love you and I'll never let you down. But No, they love drugs more. Drugs, their master. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that Whatever it is, the, the crack or the meth or the whatever, yeah. heroin, that's that's their master and that's well, who they're, they're going to bow to. If they're a drug addict, they will take drugs over you every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's Savage Room. It is. Alright, I got one. Should a person ever take revenge out on another person? Mm. I'm going to say no. I've done that. I have to. It's, it's never what you think it's going to be. The universe or gods or whatever you choose uh -huh. does revenge will always do a more magnificent job than you ever could have. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And it, it doesn't feel good or satisfying or like you've got one. It's like, it just, for me, it's just, I feel like, oh, well, now I'm like them now. You know, they did that crappy thing to me, and then I did the crappy thing to them, and now we're the same. Ew. You, you want to know revenge is this. My ex-wife's Facebook profile mm -hmm. is revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Father Time carries a fucking broom handle. Uh. Yeah. And uh, it described to me what type of person I was not and mm. what type of person she was. Yeah. All in a couple of pictures. Mm. So, I don't know. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say the... Well, I guess we. I guess I don't need to believe. We've we pretty much covered it. Okay. I, I do that. I'll, I'll make my point and then I'll make it three more times. And, yeah. Well, I mean... It's doing good. People are listening. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you. I'd rather expand on a point and be a little overdrawn than not tell enough. True, true. I'd rather make sure that my po point is known. Yeah. You never know when we're going to get a chance to explore it exactly. that in depth again. So. Yeah. 
Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of death? Oh, wow. Sometimes you could probably pretty much predict the, the date of death through the cause of death. Yeah, really. Wow, that opens up a lot of other questions. You know, if, if cause of death was a plane crash, it's like, oh, I'll just never get on a plane again. Well, one could land on me. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Oh. And you know, what if it's something that you do every day? Oh, cause of death? Automobile accident? Yeah, it's like, ah, I can't Then stay you're going to be so careful it's going to cause you to be in a wreck. Yeah. But, you know, knowing the date is just He's bad because you're like, you know, well, I can do anything I want between then and then because I can't die. But I on know. that day, I have to die. Yeah. I know. Either, oh, man, I don't know if I could die. Well, I, I'm going to choose one, but... No, me too. For the sake of this, I'll choose yeah. one. But I'll, I'll, I'm really I'll, under protest. I don't yeah. like it. I don't either. I'll, I'll choose manner of death, but me not, too. not date of death. Me too. I don't want to know the date because then it alters everything I ever do from here on out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, man, only have so many days left. I count them up. Yeah, and that's such an essential part of me that on one hand, I, I think, you know, I've got years and years and I've got time. On the other hand, I know I could die in the next five minutes. Yeah. So, quit putting stuff someone off. Could, yeah, someone could get really sick of our podcast and come in and light us on fire. Yeah. yeah that's always a possibility. It is. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I like having that balance of, you know, could be 20 years from now, could be tomorrow. Everybody's kid would get ripped off too, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even be worried about it. It's like, oh, we got three years. <laughs> I'm going to go to, I don't know, I'm going to go to Ireland like I wanted to, and yep. I'm going to go to Bora Bora, and I'm going to buy that, you know. I, I saw the thing on Facebook where a, a woman had taken her parents to court and was trying to sue them because they were spending her inheritance. Oh, yeah, I saw that. She was so, There's, it's my money, and they're spending it all on trips and travel, and that's supposed to be my money. <laughs> I remember that. Who won? Uh, the parents, of course. And if I were those parents, I would spend every penny. I would do. make sure that that chick got zero. I'd be worse. I'd lie to her. (laughs) I'd be like, we have your own account. Big inheritance coming. Big inheritance. And then when it happens, nothing. I invested in Microsoft in your name. Years ago, in the 70s, 1972, I heard about this Microsoft. And when it comes around... (laughs) <laughs> She's at the lawyer's office. <laughs> Says here you get one dollar, <laughs> and that's for your mental health evaluation. And then the, the little tiny fists start waving. They lied to me. I'm gonna sue them. <laughs> They're dead. I'm, gonna I'm still gonna sue them. <laughs> Who can I sue? Somebody has to pay because I've been inconvenienced. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a South Park episode. Yeah. Someone has to pay because I've been inconvenienced. <laughs> Okay, next one. What's the most disturbing thought that you ever run through your mind during sex? Oh, that one is. <laughs> uh, disturbing. I probably shouldn't say them all. Yeah. yeah, I think I started thinking about my mom once. Oh! But not in a sexual way, just something she had done or said. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Sometimes if you're not in the mood, you know, and Your like mind back starts in the to day, wander, yeah, you, weren't, yeah. you really didn't care for the person you're with, but you needed to do something, you get some weird thoughts. Or if you're trying to slow things down and you're thinking about baseball. I've done that or, before and you just ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
the perils of being a man. I'm going to say, think about <laughs> no strangling this chick because I could not stand her fucking voice. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it was a necessity thing, and anyhow, I figured out that I could probably do it through some friends because of some things that she said. But I could not stand her. I actively ignored her before because of her voice, but she wasn't bad looking. Mm-hmm. And I really thought when she's like saying different things, I wanted to strangle her. <laughs> and I was very embarrassed ever since then, like, man, I'm a horrible person. Mm. I, I could... I could bang her and want to strangle her all, all in the same. I'm a psychopath. Well, some yeah. things just really rub you the wrong way. Yeah, well, if you heard her voice, you'd know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. There was a, a... And then just the way she said and the things she said also. But anyway. There was, when I was going to Penn Valley, there was an administrator's secretary. Uh-huh. And she was a full-grown woman, but she had a little baby girl voice. Yeah, it, what it, was her name? I don't remember. <laughs> But it wasn't something she did on purpose. That was just her voice. And I remember, you know, I was working in the media department at the time, and I was bringing up, I don't know, a film projector or something, and I heard her yelling at somebody in that little baby girl voice <laughs> about, you know, you will respect me, you will take me seriously, and, you know, you can't treat me that way just because of the way I sound. And she was bad. <laughs> I just we just got a triple take. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's funny. That's like um, like a really tiny person saying mm-hmm. they're going to kick your ass or something. Yeah. You better watch out. I'm going to whip the shit out of you. You're like, <laughs> you know. And, you know, I can see someone just not even taking her seriously because she sounded like a little three-year-old girl. But I could tell she was dead serious. <laughs> this person I was talking about, it wasn't that squeaky little girl voice. Uh huh. The things she said didn't make sense ever. Mm. You know, like, let's say that um, someone just got hit by a train. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, two cocktails sound really good. What? Yeah. Um, well, wow, she's really tuned out, isn't she? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wow, that's funny. She was attractive but never ever had a boyfriend. That's because her voice and her personality was so weird. Her voice matched her personality. Very odd. Now, you notice what I'm doing with some of the biscuit crumbs? Uh Uh-huh. I'm throwing them on the ground. Get little birdies. Yeah, get the little birdies everywhere. uh... (laughs) They're going to come. Yep. They're going to dive bomb (laughs) people. And it will be funny. Okay. Let's see. If someone you love committed a gruesome murder, would you help them cover it up or turn them in or ignore the situation? Wow. Depends on how much I love them. Yeah. I would either go for ignoring or trying to talk them into turning themselves in. That is the way I would go, too. I would never cover it up. Yeah. Um... Because it's the cover-up that always kills you. And I wouldn't automatically <laughs> run to authorities. Yeah, it's always a cover-up. That yeah. Ask politics. Do what you want, but don't try to cover it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because then you take the heat for the crime and the cover-up, which yeah. makes you sound like a weaseling little prick who wanted to get away with which it. Which you probably are, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you were in a plane wreck and it crashed on an island, would you resort to cannibalism or die from starvation? Oh, I'd cannibalize Let's face it, your whole being of trying to live, mm-hmm. you would. 
Yeah. You'd think you wouldn't, but you would. Yeah. And you know, our, our ancestors have resorted to cannibalism in the past in times of they had trouble. To. Yeah. yeah. It's all over the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Mama hamster gives birth to too many. She doesn't have enough nipples for them all. She eats the extra. Yeah, because they're not going to live anyhow. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think nature is a little softer on cannibalism than human society is. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. That is the end of horrible, odd, weird questions. Well, I have a question for you. Yes. About award ceremonies. Okay. And I started thinking about this because I'm seeing endless commercials for... I'm glad you got to this because I like that. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Drew Barrymore is going to host the MTV Music... Uh, no, it's the Movie and TV Awards. Okay. Which is, you know, the most irrelevant thing in the world. And Drew Barrymore is about the most irrelevant person in the world. <laughs> yes. Very um, much so. And I started thinking about all the categories. You know, you have best soundtrack, you know, best producer, best director stuff. But what about all the gender categories? Oh. Best male lead. Best female supporting actress. Now, number one, they're going to have to make a statement, right? I would say. So they're going to have to do some switcheroos. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Are, are you done with it? Or no, I'm, I'm going to say, why does such a, a liberal place like Hollywood have gender-specific categories that don't even include That's all the, the genders switch. that they promote? Okay. Hollywood will promote, you know, multiple different genders besides male and female, yet they won't make it a, a category for them in their award show. The hypocrisy of the Hollywood liberals. You see, I could see them making a point in grandstanding. Mm. They could take, like, a female that used to be a male uh-huh. and put them in a female role mm. and maybe grandstand like that. But so There is an actor who is... But then again, if the, if the female is male or, or vice versa, mm-hmm. then they're calling them what they wanted to be called. So I don't... Yeah. There, there's an actor or singer or somebody, some entertainer, uh-huh. who doesn't identify as male or female and was getting nominated for an award mm-hmm. and was put in the category of male or female. Or and this person said, no, I'm not that, I'm not that gender. Don't put me in that category. And the awards show said, well, then we don't have a category for you. Goodbye. They were unwilling to make a separate category, even though they put out shows and things promoting all these other genders and gender acceptance, but when it comes to their own award show, no, they won't budge. They won't make a a category for non-binary. How hypocritical is that? That is hypocritical. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think people ought to write them or Mm -hmm. whatever you do nowadays, email them or whatever, Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Why can't you do one of those categories? Wouldn't hurt them any. Yeah. Why don't we have that in like, you know, men's tennis, women's tennis, and non-binary tennis? I I mean, you talk about evening the playing field. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't want trans athletes in women's college. Okay, then create a trans category. Yeah, that's what I've always been for. Mm-hmm. And then that way nobody can say anything. They're I mean, all trans that are playing it. So They've already yeah. got separate men 
athletics, separate women's athletics, yeah. and they don't want to mix the two because they know, despite their assurances that women can do anything a man can do, that the women can't beat the men in a physical contest. Exactly. So here you go, and then this would also support the Constitution. Mm. It'd be like, listen, we have a different demographic nowadays, mm. and this is a trans, and anyone that is trans can be in it. But you've got to know that if you're female or you used to be female and you transition, mm-hmm. you may not be able to do as well as a male. So, But you still want to be in it. You're more than welcome to. And it is your right to yeah. be in it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I say. And I think that's, no. that makes too much sense. No one will do it. Yeah. But it's surprising that the outwardly liberal and accepting communities and groups like music. Well, what's the benefit? How come yeah. they won't? Because of the advertising, they want a specific demographic. It's men's athletics, so men are watching it. We can advertise to these men. You're right. Women's athletics, you have these women watching and these men who are just looking at the female bodies watching, and we can advertise to them. Absolutely, 100%. If we mix everything, their advertising isn't as effective. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Just, Just look to see who's making money on the situation staying the way it is. And that's yeah. who's not letting it and change. And that's how come it's always going to yeah. be like that, yeah. Yeah. But isn't it surprising? The Oscars, Hollywood's supposed to be li- so liberal and accepting. Yeah. They stick to male and female well, as categories matter of fact, only. They're, they're so liberal and accepting, they always give us lectures on it. Mm-hmm. So. The Tony Awards for plays, the big gay hotbed of Broadway theater, mm-hmm. they still have male and female categories. Yeah, well, you're right. That's it. Why aren't they accepting? Why aren't they leading the way in creating a trans category for award shows? You know what? I think we're leading the way. Yeah. Best male actor, best female actor, best trans actor, best non-binary. Why don't we just have best actor and give one award and everybody's in the running? But again, like you said, Uh there's no way to uh, focus in on that because right now they can tell you approximately how many men, how many women are going to watch. Yep. They can't really tell you how many trans are transitioning or yeah. non-binary or, or uh, what is it, omni or whatever. Pansexual. Pan. Uh, non-determined, gender fluid. Yeah. I mean, do they create a category for all these Well, people? there's no category for that, no. so I guess you kind of got on paper whatever that person felt like at the time. Yep. So there you go. Yep. So there's no way of doing that, so they don't want to address it. Yep. And, you know, why have one category for best actor when you can have two and stretch out your award ceremony exactly. even longer? Exactly. That's the other. You hit another just yeah. of it right there. Yeah. Yep. And seriously, award ceremonies are the most stupid thing anyway. They are. You're not watching anything being decided or determined. Everything's already been decided and written down on those little cards before you even turn it on. You're watching pre-chew crapola. The whole award ceremony is just delaying the reveal. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yep. When you're watching a football game, you're watching it being decided right then. Yeah, you are. Yep. When you're watching like uh, a live play, you know, it's happening right then and anything could happen. Mm-hmm. An award ceremony, it's all predetermined, predecided, and they're just dribbling the information out to you in little bits so you'll watch their commercials. Yes. Who the hell wants to watch an award show? That is just bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll tell you who wants to watch an award show is virtually nobody if you look at the ratings. Yeah. 
they have went downhill and went downhill for years to where like now they don't even really report on them like yeah. they used to. I, I think the main purpose for an award show now is afterwards you can talk about it and say, look, That's it. we gave these awards to this activist here and this, you know, dissident here and this, you know, brave person. They want to be they, able to tell you what the awards they gave and who they recognized. They, they the show itself doesn't matter. That most morning shows the next morning are going to hit on that because yeah. it's a topic that they can get people to A, listen for a while and B, call in. So, yeah, they don't really care if you watch the award show all that much, but they know you're going to look up the results That's and talk like about it. like on every one of those quick sheets and everything that morning shows uses, yeah. you know, what you should talk about that morning, what's the hotbed ones, all mm-hmm. that. That's on all of those. Yeah. So. And in any award show that isn't run by a complete idiot, we'll always throw in at least one, possibly two, really controversial picks on purpose, just because they're controversial, yeah. just to get you to talk about And then it. they get everyone to talk about it. Uh-huh. Let me put it like this. You'll have the uh, Bill O'Reilly's, and you'll have the, what's a big liberal talk show? Uh, Keith Oberman. Yeah, Oberman, yeah. You'll have both of them talking about it. Yep. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, before we get off of, uh, to another subject, I got one I want to do, the Aaron Rodgers trade breakdown. Oh, yeah, he's a jet now. Yeah, he's a jet. He is finally a jet. I want to use this now. Everything else is not time-sensitive that I have here, but Uh this is time-sensitive because in two weeks it's not going to matter. A week from now it's not really going to matter. So everyone knows by now Aaron Rodgers is a jet, Mm -hmm. just like Brett Favre became a jet before uh, his career ended. And they're about the same age. Which means Aaron Rodgers will go to the Vikings next. Yes, because that's what Parv did, and, and he'll lose, and he'll lose, and he'll lose uh, in the championship game. Oh yeah. no, 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 no! Kirk Cousins, he'll win. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> for the second time in 15 years, the Green Bay Packers are trading an Asian icon to uh, to the uh, New York Jets. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Yep. <laughs> that still kills me. People still do that, too. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. It's so simple. It's so childish. And it's simple because, well, <laughs> well you can draw your own conclusions on why it's simple. Not everybody in New York is brilliant. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Packers agreed Monday to deal with quarterback Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> not Brett Park, in their 2023 first, pound, first round pick, number 15, to the 2023 uh, for a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170, to the Jets, for the New York's uh, first round pick, number 13. So they went down two spots. Okay. From 15 to 13. Uh, uh, and then a uh, fourth round pick, and possibly, possibly a third round pick next year. Yeah. Well, yeah. people are criticizing the trade, saying that the Jets just completely ripped them off. No. No, I, I was going to say the Jets gave too much. Yes, because you have a, you have a very controversial figure here that mm-hmm. is known for being selfish. Yeah. Down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very friendly. Hard no. to work with. Puts himself first. Puts himself first. He's all the things you don't want in a quarterback, and you had no interest. Mm-hmm. No interest. And all of this article that I got here, because as you're well aware of, but uh, people are in errors, 
my notepad on my computer decided to quit printing <laughs> where all the articles too so I have to download all this crap that I don't need instead of just writing up an article myself yeah so instead of going through all that I'm just getting to the gist of what I wanted to say here so I'm kind of ad-libbing so all right they moved down two spots no big deal they could have moved down two spots by giving away a sixth round or something yeah okay but the deal is is they unloaded the salary that was killing them they couldn't even sign a lot of their people. That's how come I knew we had to be traded. Yeah. Because they could not afford all of their draft picks because of how much they're paying Aaron Rodgers. That's true. You've got to sign those draft picks, and they have predetermined salaries by yes. the contract. You know, depending on their position they or play and me, the, where they were taken, they get a certain amount, and you've got to pay that. Yes, and let me put it a little bit differently. Okay. They had enough money to pay them, but they would have no money for anything else. No, yeah. Not any, yeah. anybody viable, anybody that you might need. But with Jordan Love on his rookie contract mm-hmm. and all the uh, draft picks, including a new revamp one and an extra draft pick, you should be able to build a decent team around Jordan Love if he, in fact, is the guy. Yeah. And if he's not the guy, then you trade up next year or the year after and you find the guy. But they're not winning a championship with Rodgers or without one next year, no. and they know this. Yeah. So I commend what they did. What they did is they took the punch right now yeah. instead, of, instead of taking it a little bit later and, I mean, not getting an extra couple of draft picks and all this money taken off of their salary. Yeah. This is what it's really about is they're paying him so much money, now it's free. Now they can build a good team around Love, and they're hoping that they can teach Jordan Love enough to at least be a very serviceable, if not an upper end. Hopefully, you could get another Aaron Rodgers or close to. But if not... You bring up a good point. This is... We may not think that far ahead, but these NFL teams are, and they're not only looking at this draft and who they're taking, they're looking at next year's draft. Yes. And they're thinking, okay, if we finish here, we're going to be positioned here in the draft, and these are the players coming out, and that's this is who we're going after. And, and there's a quarterback coming out next year that is, most people are saying is going to be the number one overall pick. Yes. And... They were talking that about that before this draft. It, even they started. like this guy better than Bryce Young that was picked number one this year. Yeah, which is why they were talking about teams were going to trade out of the number one pick this year because they want it next year. Virtually every team except Kansas City is going yeah. to be going for this guy. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and I I think you're going to see teams tanking big time next this coming season to try to win that draft lottery. Yeah. Philadelphia and Kansas City are not going to be on that. No. But virtually every other team could very well be looking at that because there's not really anyone settled in their position that could be that guy. Deshaun Watson is a mystery up there in Cleveland. He didn't look so good in his four. That's my doorbell at home. Oh, okay. I was getting ready to say it sounded like the draft dinger. You know what? That's cool because that could go on. Yeah. Okay. That's my doorbell. Okay. Somebody's ringing my door. Um... So they're looking at next year and saying we're you know we're going to have to position ourselves to where we can do this next year. Yes. So let's not blow everything out this year signing free agents and overspending yeah. because we're going to need money next year because of the people coming out in next year's draft. Yes. So 
you can't just look at it this this draft this season. They're looking ahead. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're looking at freshmen. I mean, not freshmen. They're looking at sophomores and juniors mm-hmm. that are going to be seniors and juniors next year that they're going to be drafting. Yes. So that, that it really shows that guys like Mel Kiper Jr. have no, no freaking clue what they're doing anymore. He's no. he's an idiot. He's wrong most of the time. He's he just was wrong name. back when it was easy. Yeah. But he, now with all the wheeling and dealing and all the percentages and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's this laptop we're using right here for this podcast has a better chance of predicting who is going to get taken in the draft than Mel Kuyper does. Yes. And that's how come you don't hear so much about Mel Kuyper anymore. Yeah. There used to be all of these sports shows would be like, and we got coming up Mel Kuyper. You yeah. never want to be on their edge of their seat now. Uh-huh. People are going, and we got Mel Kuyper coming up. People change the channel. Uh-huh. Because that's how far it has changed. And it used to be his mock draft was the mock draft you looked at. Yeah. Now and you've got like five coming out every week. Yeah, and now it's, it's like, like yeah. the most irrelevant and useless things possible is a mock draft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just something else to bet on. It is. When they say so-and-so's mock draft is coming out tomorrow, people will run and place Let's bets on it, who's going to be where. In modern society, that mm-hmm. is really what it's all been about. I yeah. mean, the whole draft was nothing but bets. They presented it like that. Yeah. You know, they were supposed to pick... Uh, so-and-so, but they ended up with this guy. They're explaining it. They're laying it all out to you. Who cares who they were supposed to get? This yeah. is who they got. How come they have to explain the whole details of how it came to that? Yeah. And then they have to have someone on there explaining it. Because they're, well, they're uh, serving the gambler. Yeah, they're like, well, they um, did some uh, talks and discussions, and, you know, this, this, and this, and this, and this guy's going to fit the team so well, mm-hmm. and he came from this background and all that. So they kind of describe to you how the next time around mm-hmm. – you can think for yourself about how you're going to bet. Yep. And then you'll be wrong and you lose your money. Yes. But that's one thing I noticed with this one is they describe to you how you're going to think the next time you bet. <laughs> On a draft, that is. There was a, a betting game like over 200 years ago in China. Uh-huh. A very common and very uh, popular betting game is they would have a detailed drawing of a human figure with all the body parts and all the organs and everything and all during the day you could come in and place your bet on which body part a certain person was going to feel an ache or pain in the next day and you place your bet and you get a pin with your color of you know, ribbon on it and you place it in the body part that you think is going to be you know, sore the next day. <coughs> and then the next day when the, the person wakes up, he walks in and announces which part of his body hurts that morning. And if, you had, you know, if your pin was in that part of his body, if you'd make the correct bet, you win. Oh, and wow. then the whole thing starts over again. How but bizarre. How something so simple and meaningless and, and trivial as, oh, my left pinky toe hurts this morning. And that settles, the, that pays the bets. Well, supposedly Michael really? Jordan was a notorious, <laughs> horrible gambling addict, and I don't know if still lovely. is or not or whatever. I mean, the guy's got enough money to support it. But, he, I mean, he still has so much money coming in from all these different companies. But yeah. supposedly at the height of his gambling issue, Mm-hmm. And like I said, supposedly, I have no way of proving this, he had a handler that came with him all the time. Whenever they walk off a plane, the guy right in front of him, mm-hmm. one of them would call it left or right. 
And whichever way he turned, uh -huh. whoever said it won. Supposedly yep. that was a game they played all the time. They played for $10,000 a pop sometimes. Uh, Supposedly. I've, I've heard another one that uh, touring bands would play is uh, the license plate of the car that passes them is going to be ended in odd or an even number. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And, and they would just they would gamble thousands of dollars all day over stupid stuff like that. Me and Davey used to bet like soda pops or something or beers on this. Yeah. The first guy that would start a fight at a party. <laughs> we would scan the room and I go, hey, Davey, I think it's the guy over there on the left that's kind of sipping his drink and he keeps giving dirty looks over there like maybe he has an ex-girlfriend or something. Oh, go, yeah. He go, no, 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 I think it's the guy over there with a the mullet that, that's over there slamming beers. And then at the end of the night, usually one of us would hit it right on the head. Yeah. And we tell the scenario, too. That's another thing, too. You have to give a little background of what was going to happen. I go, this guy here is so sloppy drunk, he's going to spill a beer on that jock over there that's uh -huh. all uptight. Yeah. And the jock's going to punch him in the face. Yeah. And, you know, and then if we did that, we got like an extra soda or something, if we could describe the scenario of how it happened, plus who started the fight. Yeah. And it was fun. I mean, we were like gambling addicts or nothing, but it was just fun. Yeah. They'd be like, give me my soda, you asshole. Okay, here's your Dr. Pepper. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then you rub it in, you know. <laughs> so, anyhow. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say, or, or think, think of this podcast, anything, anything other than, than hyperbole, parody, and, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And, and that's, that's hard to beat. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Whew. Man, that smells. <laughs> <laughs>